I'm Kyle Mylan, and after 20 years in manufacturing, nobody knows more than me about industrial marketing and technical sales. All agencies do web design processes and projects differently, but at the most basic level, there's going to be four phases. Discovery is number one, then design is number two, then you're going to develop the website, which means putting the code up there, and then you're going to deploy it. Now, the first part of that process, discovery, is extremely important because that's where the agency is going to ask you for all the information. Whether you're just starting out that process with somebody or you're near the end of the website and you've already gone through it, that fundamental beginning is going to set the tone for the rest of the project. If you don't give up all that information that you have or go through that process with that agency smoothly, then when you get to the design and develop phase and then deploy, it's just going to be a bunch of fumbling and roadblocks. So that's the overall process that most agencies go through. Whether or not they call it something different is going to be up to them. But in general, starting with the discovery phase, you have to do as much as you can up front to be like, this is my vision. This is what I want it to be like. These are my competitors. This, these are the things I do and don't like. We have an entire process that we go through here where we want to try and pull the information out of your mind, but then also grab all of your assets and all your collateral so we can look at what do you have to work with. We know it's on the site, but what else do you have to work with because your site hasn't been done in a few years. So starting that process of knowing that you're going to have to give up all that information to the company is really the first step. So now once you're into the design phase, this is when you're gonna most likely get wireframes, mock-ups, some sort of layout in a PDF, whether they did it in Photoshop, Sketch, any Adobe type suite, you're gonna get something that looks like what they think your website should look like. Now this step is critical. And if you're already past the design stage into develop or even right before it's gonna be deployed, the issue is that you're gonna to go to them and say, oh, I want all these last minute changes, and most likely the agency is gonna hit you with a charge to do that change order. So this change order could be a $0 change order, or it could be $500,000, $1,500. It depends on how much you're asking them to change and how late in the game. This is something that can frustrate companies, but from an agency standpoint, it protects us from doing work twice. When you've already signed off on the design, and the last minute you're like, nope, you know what, I don't wanna do that, or I wanna change this around, that's gonna be an issue and we have to account for our time for that. All right, now looking at the design, for the most part, 2019 isn't gonna be much different than 2018. You're gonna have an above the fold section. Now, whether or not that first top section is a video or an image, whether or not it takes up the entire screen or it's half the screen, we're not gonna go into details like that. This is not a design tutorial video, but what we wanna look at is the design of your homepage. People make the mistake of saying, this is my homepage, it's amazing, it's got all this great content. Then they go into the internal pages and it just flops. It's not gonna be high with graphics, videos, the organization's gonna be weak, the content, the copy is gonna be weak. There's not gonna be enough there from an SEO standpoint. But starting with the homepage, you wanna try and get across that these are these are the general things that you're gonna be, services you're gonna offer and products, or if you're e-com, there's an easy way to navigate into adding products to, to your cart and purchasing it. But you want it to be not super short because that homepage is gonna be your main theme or keyword phrase that you're going after from an SEO standpoint. So basics of SEO, it's essentially a triangle with your main theme at the top that's gonna to be essentially your homepage. Then from there, you've got all these supporting themes and phrases that support that main theme and whether or not it's your homepage that has that and then you've got all these supporting pages or a main service that you offer also has this pyramid triangle effect where the main theme is at the top and you've got all these supporting themes below it, you have to be heavy with content. Not, no, not insanely heavy, you wanna let things breathe and you wanna have room, but don't think that your homepage needs to just be like a two second scroll and then you're at the end. You wanna be able to provide enough relevant information and content to allow them to navigate through directly into other pages of your site. 
while still thinking about SEO and content, you're going to want minimum of 750 words on that page for SEO reasons. And that's what's going to help it rank higher. Don't just put four images unless you're a massive company and your SEO is ridiculously good. Then you can get away with that. Any sites that you see where it's like you go to the homepage and it's just like two things to click with no text, their SEO and their brand recognition is so massive that they don't need SEO for the homepage because they got so many backlinks and supporting pages and thousands of pieces of content that are pushing towards that main homepage theme and the keyword phrase. So you want it to be a little bit lengthier, be able to link to your internal pages, have your blog on there, have a, a call to action on there, newsletter signups, whatever feeds you can put in. You want to have everything on that homepage. Then when you go into the internal pages of services, big mistake people make is their menu is far too in depth. It's You've got level one, which is at the top, and then anything that's below that is gonna be level two. Sometimes people go into level three, so it's like drop down and drop down and drop down, and it's just insane. From my standpoint, I personally prefer that I wanna try and control the direction that people can go into. I don't want them to have all these options to be able to go directly to something. I wanna control the story. So I'm gonna force them to go to a page, and then from there, they're gonna have to go through content to then maybe pick where they wanna go from there. So. You can do it to where they can go direct if you're just looking at a second level or second layer of the menu structure, but don't go into three and don't make that second layer 50 sub pages. And then every single main layer has second layer below it and 50 sub pages because it's just going to make people confused and lost. Make it simple. Keep the menu structure simple. On all of those internal pages, they need to be just as good as your homepage. Do not let a web design agency say like, we don't want, we don't need something above the fold. We don't need images, video graphics. We don't need anything that's full width. That's hundred percent incorrect. Also each of those pages, 750 minimum words on those pages to support those pages, keyword themes and phrases. If it is just a bunch of videos, images with minimal content on it, you're not going to rank or you're not going to move up as quick as you need to be. When you get into the blog feed articles, white papers, make sure it's easy so people can get to it. The contact us page, one thing that we're, we've been doing internally is instead of having a form, so somebody fills out a form on your site and they're saying, I wanna do business with you or I wanna talk to you. You then get that form via email. Even if that goes into a CRM and you've got automation set up to then send them an email and all these things, something that we've been doing that's been amazing is linking directly to a calendar of a salesperson. If you wanna demo something, if you're dealing with software, if you've got a service and you've got a sales guy that's there, besides products, which we're specifically looking at services, Having your salesperson or your company's calendar up there so they can directly book time and then in the time booking feature we use Calendly and personally internally, they can you can ask them eight questions that they have to fill out and then those get pumped into your CRM by using Zapier to funnel that information. That's That's basically missing out on a couple of steps that you can be more efficient with. You don't have to then reply to them, say, hey, when are you available? I'm available this day, and it's just that back and forth, or maybe you can't even get them to respond because your response email goes into spam. You need to try and make it as simple as possible. Using Calendly or something like that integrated into the website is gonna be super efficient, and your salespeople are gonna love it because all of a sudden they got all, you know, they look at their phone and like, oh, look at all these appointments I have, and they can start to do some research on it. So having the person go directly into it is the most efficient way to do it. Once you get these design things done, if you're already in the process of finishing a website and you see something huge that I've mentioned here, just talk to the web design agency and be like, you know what? I've changed my mind. I want to have this or I need more content. It may delay it a little bit by a couple of weeks. It shouldn't be insane. But 
you're only gonna get one chance in this. As soon as it's deployed, they're gonna hit you with so many fees to redo things, it's gonna be ridiculous. At the end of the day, it'll be cheaper for you to change it now than waiting until after it's deployed. All right, now you're in the develop stage. The develop stage is basically functionality. After you get designed approved, after they, after you approve the design from the agency, they go into development. This is when they're gonna most likely put it into a sub dot domain of your main dom domain or something on their server where it's where you can physically see the website and interact. It's strictly functionality. When you're going through the functionality, look at when things flip. If there's a box that flips and text comes, what are the buttons doing? What are the buttons leading you to? That's where you want to go through it and make sure it's super efficient to test out the forms, hitting the tab button, um, clicking the buttons to see where they lead you to, looking at the whole mapping of that. That might not have been covered in the design phase, so you want to make sure that that is as efficient as possible. You want people to be able to, a certain degree, go from point A to point B in the fastest amount of time without saying, if you want to go from point A to point B, here's a third level menu like we talked about in the design phase. So you want to go through that and look at the scrolling, is it smooth? You want to look at the, you know, are there certain actions or features that you have on the, the web page that the design agency put in that you do or don't like? And if you don't like them, now's the time to get them changed. If you have to bring in the rest of your team to go through it and test it, then do that. But you need to make sure that if there's extra functions that you want, if there's something that you don't like, change it now. It's a lot easier to change later if you miss it before you get into the deploy phase, but you wanna think about how or put yourself in the mindset of your target demographic persona and say, what are they gonna to wanna to go to? What are they gonna to wanna to see when they click this? Should it pop up a box for them to fill in something? Should it just lead them to a web page? And go through that. It should be a relatively smooth process the majority of the time is gonna be spent in a overall web development process of the those four phases in the discovery and the design phase, because that's gonna yeah. take the most amount of time. The agency will spend the most time developing it, because that's when you're actually coding everything in. But from your standpoint, from a review, you've gone through the process and told them what you want, now you're basically just checking to make sure that what they show you in design is actually in the functionality of the develop phase, and now's the time to make any minor tweaks to that function. The deploy phase is when the agency is going to basically take over your existing site and push the new site live. There's a lot of different ways to do this. None of them are exactly the same. Everybody does things a little bit different, but for the basics, they're going to temporarily take down your site, take the, the development site, put it onto your URL, and then do all of the redirects to make sure that everything's pointing back to it. This is when SEO starts to things start to get re-indexed with Google, SEO starts happening once it goes live, they're gonna ask Google to recrawl the site, re-index it, your sitemap has to be set up. There's not much that's gonna be involved from your standpoint if you're hiring the agency. The agency's gonna kinda of do their thing over maybe a week to two weeks to really push this out and work out all the bugs. Once it's launched, now's the time to test it, to go through all the features. Once the agency says, all right, we're good to go, then you can go in and check to make sure that everything that you saw in the develop phase, nothing got broken, everything looks exactly the same, and that the functionality is there and that the images are coming through, and then start making sure that it's tied into Google Analytics and you can start to see the traffic coming through and where are they going. You've hopefully got new pages, you've hopefully got new content, you can start to see, here's how the site was and here's how it looked, and here's how the site is now, what's the new flow of traffic and the behavior of that user, and you can start to really start jumping into the data and the analytics behind it. One thing that we've done from an app standpoint or an additional plugin feature is analytics gets you so far, but looking at heat map scrolling and heat map heat mapping with a plugin called Crazy Egg. Crazy Egg is great because not only can you look at how far down do people scroll, where do they click, but then 
released at the middle part of last year is they actually record every session to where you can see a one minute video of when somebody came to your site, what did they actually do? And it's just recording their screen. So Crazy Egg is great. It's not ridiculously expensive, but it is going to be costing a little extra money. Having a development company throw that in, it can give you a, a further depth into the analytics and just what Google will give you. So you can really look at that user behavior. So if you guys are in the process where you just started working in an agency or you're about to finish, hopefully there was something there that allowed you guys to say, wait, you know what? This is some good content. Give it to your agency and say, this is something I want to implement. It's never too late until it's deployed and then you're going to get hit with those fees. Well, that's it for this episode. If you got value out of it, please subscribe to this podcast and share it with one person you know. And if you can, leave me a review because it really helps me out. If you want to check out my other content, go over to YouTube. I've got a channel over there as well as find me on LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook under my name, Kyle Mylan. I will see you on the next one.